Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Between the Stitches. I'm your host, Brady Wilson, and of course, I'm with my co-host, Chase Solschwanger. What's going on? And because the Dallas Stars are starting to get back into season, we have Zach Babb. You know, the last time <laughs> we did one of these conversations in studio about the Stars with me, um, you know, we were talking about how excited we were for the playoffs. It was, you know, going to kick Minnesota in the pants we were gonna steamroll through seattle and just you know punch vegas upside the head and then the <laughs> night of that first wild game i got food poisoning and then the stars made it to the conference finals and then just absolutely bowed out against vegas so uh but yeah the the pain is behind and uh now we look forward to a season in which the stars top three vegas odds to win the stanley cup this year wow that's I wasn't expecting us to be that high, honestly. Yeah, it's um, it depends on who you look at. Obviously, everyone's kind of got their different opinions and whatnot. But there's a couple people like Vegas has pecked the stars as the favorite. You love to see it, and I'm like, that never happens. Right. It's almost comical because it's like the stars are the favorite. No, they they can never be the favorite. They're always a team mired in <laughs> averageness, and here they are, just as you know one of the better teams in the NHL, at least should anyway. Right. I mean, off air, we were talking about the New York Mets, and we saw how that turned <laughs> yeah. out. So, you know, it could be the same thing with the Stars, for all I know, but we'll see. So, Zach, let's talk about the preseason. Yes. I know it's people are going to say, oh, it's the preseason. What does it matter? But the Stars look good. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, and the, 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 the adage I always go back to is the 08 Lions, who were undefeated in the preseason before they promptly went 0-16. Um, but, you know, that's the thing is, is hockey preseason doesn't translate to football preseason. Um, you play your guys a lot more just because there are so fewer spots than football. Um, and granted... You know, you've got about half half to a third of the guys out there, guys who will be playing in the AHL. It's, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, if you're going to say anything, your NHLers, if they're out there against AHLers, they should beat the tar out of them. And so far, the Stars have done that. Right. So. Well, you know, and like you were saying, <clears throat> we are the favorites, apparently. And and you got to think, and we were talking about this, and I was saying, we got to be pissed. they got to be playing with some anger, like, Last year we had a chance, and we just kind of crapped and fell back in it, and we, you know, didn't take care of business. So, do you think that while we are a favorite, I mean, obviously, you know, Boston Bruins set a record last mm -hmm. year, yeah. and, and then we saw what happened with them, and so we don't want that to happen with the Stars. Yeah, do you think they could carry that just that that end goal of look, we we should have gotten there last year, should have gotten there a couple years ago, but you ran into a better Lightning team. Yeah, right. I think there is a certain, and if it's not pure unbridled anger, I think there is an understanding now with this team or an understanding that's been building in kind of the disappointment against Vegas last year because you saw how close you were. I mean, Vegas went on and just kicked the snot out of Florida. Yeah. Um, so, again, you were that close to winning a Stanley Cup. If you beat Vegas, you probably win the Cup. But the thing is, they just laid an egg against Vegas. Granted, won game five and or game four and five to keep it a series, and then got trounced in game six. Yep. Um, the Jamie Ben curse. The Jamie Ben curse. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think there. It's like you know, and I know you guys will get into the wonderful things my fellow Astros fans have been doing <laughs> lately. Um, but like with the Astros, I think there's this understanding of what it takes to win because you've been there and done that and haven't gotten over the hump yet. Like with with Houston, you know, one of the reasons I'd say, even though they're a 90-win team, why they could still win the World Series this year is because they've been to four World Series in the last six, seven years and won two. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> one and a half. Um, you know, the chance yeah. <laughs> but uh, point being is they've been there and they have one yeah. legitimate and one illegitimate ring. And um, <laughs> and I think that's the thing with the stars now is they've since since 2019, they've been to the conference finals twice in their last four playoff exits. They have been eliminated by the eventual cup champion three times. So 
you can look literally at the team on the other side of the bench to see that's what we got to do to win a Stanley Cup. Right. And they, you know, granted it was the second round. I, I, I say that. Um, I'm actually make that for the last five because I'm completely neglecting the 2020 when they actually made the Cup and right. lost to Tampa. Yeah. Um, so... You know, 2019, you were probably a game. You were a game seven overtime goal in the second round against St. Louis, away from beating the eventual Cup champ, St. Louis. You go to the finals against Tampa, you lose. You get knocked out by um, Vegas, who goes on to win the Stanley Cup. So it's right there in front of you. And I always go back to a story that Wayne Gretzky said right before the Oilers dynasty took off in the 80s because this was the Oilers dynasty started at the end of the infamous Calgary Flames dynasty when Calgary won four straight Stanley Cups uh, from 1980 through 1983. And the Oilers were the team that finally ended their dynasty in 1984. And Gretzky always tells the story of when they got beaten 83, which was the fourth, the fourth uh, cup of the Flames dynasty, um, when they were playing in Calgary, the locker rooms were such that for Edmonton to leave the Saddle Dome to get on the bus to go back to Edmonton after they lost in, I want to say they got swept in 83. Wayne Gretzky got swept. Um, <laughs> Crazy thing about Yeah. And so, however, when you walk past, the, when you walk out of the Saddle Dome to get to the buses to go back to Edmonton, you had to walk by Calgary's locker room. Like, there's no avoiding it. You From where the visiting locker room is to where the exit of the stadium is, you were walking right by Calgary's locker room. And Gretzky says he looks in at the locker room thinking they're going to see dancing and celebrating and all this, you know, we just, you know, beat the Oilers. We've won four straight Stanley Cups. Rock on. Let's go at the top of the world. And he looks in the peaks in the locker room as they walk by on their way out of the building, and everyone is just exhausted, like dead. You, They just won four, their fourth straight Stanley Cup, and he's like, I'm looking over there, and you know, like all these guys are just... Are not the... F- they, they, I said the all that. I said all that, and I just realized it's not the Flames; it's the Islanders. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. Everything I said, forget about when I say Calgary. I meant New York. Okay, <laughs> we'll be all right. Okay, we'll be all right. So they walk past at the Coliseum because I was like, it's not the Saddle Dome. They walk past the locker room at the Coliseum on Long Island, and the locker rooms are such. And so, Billy Smith. And Brian Trottier and all these guys are just dead because they've laid it all on the line right. to win the Stanley Cup. And they go, and, and Gretzky says, they go into the 1984-85 season or 83-84, and they're like, we can't just play anymore. Like, we have to be beat up mentally, physically, whatever, to win a Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And the Oilers promptly won for the next six Stanley Cups. <laughs> well, and as, so to, to put a bow on that, yeah. I think the stars are kind of seeing that as we've we've gotten eliminated for the last five times by the eventual Cup champion. You can just look across the ice and say that's what's got to happen to right. win a cup. Right. And you know to use it <clears throat> a DFW example to not use the Astros as an yes. example <laughs> is the Rangers in 2010. Right. We really I think I don't remember how many games we won. But we weren't supposed to be there because we weren't really supposed to get past the Yankees in the LCS. You beat them in six, and you go face. People don't like to say it because I think they want to think of the Giants as a ragtag team. They were a better team. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of experience, experienced manager. They were they were just the better baseball team. Yeah. And so then you, my dad explains, you know, to me and Brady, man, I was 2011 from from spring training. It was this is the year. Yeah. This is it. Mm-hmm. We are going to kick everyone's butt this year. We know how that season ended, but I think it's the same thing for the Stars. Is that okay? We've been getting beat, beat, beat. But we've been able to retain most of the same team. Mm-hmm. It's the same team that's been getting beat in the playoffs each year. Yeah, yeah. And so you can carry that into another playoff run. Like, okay, we've we've gone through the adversity together. We've added the pieces that we need. Mm-hmm. Let's just go win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I think that's what hurt Boston last year is because for how great of a regular season, the greatest regular season team in NHL history, 65 wins. Previous record was 62. 
Um, you that Boston team, while it had guys who had been there in the Patrice Bergerons and the Brad Marchands, that was about it. I mean, you look at the rest of that roster, wasn't around for the 2011 Cup, wasn't around for the 2013 Eastern Conference Final. Their only real deep playoff run was the 2019 Cup in which they lost to St. Louis. Otherwise, most of that roster doesn't know what it took to make a deep playoff run, and that's why you get complacent up 3-1 to one over the eight-seeded Panthers, yeah. who then win three straight on you and your season's over. So, for the stars, though, you know, we're saying all this good stuff, how they can, you know, make it back to this, but there has to be some sort of change. You can't just come back in with the same, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you want to have a good mindset, the same mindset. Yeah. But there has to be something different because, or else there's going to be another recycle. So, yeah. what is the stars' next move? Because we all were complaining last year that Ottinger was just tired. Yeah. You know, I know Wedgwood was hurt during the year, mm -hmm. but there has to be time where, the stars work in Wedgwood for a lot of the regular season. So you have yeah. Ottinger to be fully healthy for the playoffs. Yeah. And I think there's an understanding of that around the team. Um, you know, the, and I think, you know, part of what they're leaning on to this year is a lot of their, they've had really good development down in the minors and the ECHL and in the AHL. So you've got, you know, not a lot of new guys coming in, but enough new guys to where, okay, I can look at the 19 year old who's, put up 130 points in the WHL last year <laughs> right. who can run around out there and contribute. But then you've got, you know, you've got Robo getting better. You hope the Renaissance continues. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you've got, it hurt losing Domi, but the Donov has looked really good mm -hmm. in the preseason. Wedgwood looks really good in the preseason to your point of, you know, not having Ottinger overworked. Um, so I think there's kind of that understanding of what needs to happen to reach a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, Zach, thank you for being with us. And, you know, we'll, we'll probably keep you around for the stars, you know, mm -hmm. every week. So yeah. Zach should be a regular guest. And I do want to make a note to everybody. I should do this at the beginning of the episode. We're recording this at noon on Tuesday, October 3rd. Reason being is as we get into the uh, baseball playoffs here, I wanted to record before baseball. So, you know, if we say something that, uh, you know, doesn't, uh, you know, match up with the timeline. That is why we're recording a day early for baseball. But Zach, thank you so much for being here, and we will talk to you next week. Appreciate it, y'all. Yeah. And uh, no to your Astros. I hope they lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you won enough. Y'all are good. So thank you, Zach. Uh, now we're going to move on to uh, basketball, but uh, Chase, is there really anything yeah, I mean, in basketball? No, we covered a lot of it last week. You know, obviously Damian Loader was the news of the, of the week. Over the month, honestly. Drew Holiday got dealt. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, the Celtics, they, they're going to look good. They're gonna, I think the Blazers made a lot of good moves. But no, it, when it, it's just straight news, there's nothing much. We're a yep. few weeks away from the season starting. So, yeah, just I, get, have that excitement ready. Yeah, there's just, you know, and as we try to, we're, we're coming into the busiest month. So we're going to try and cut down on college football a little bit. But we're going to be focusing on baseball playoffs now. Because it's October, and this is, you know, you know the postseason. We in baseball, we, we don't call it the playoffs. We want to be different. We call it the postseason. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, we got the bracket, and, and let's talk about the Rangers first. The Rangers, Listen, you know, we, we, I want to say something real quick. I know because last week we were talking about, <laughs> hopefully we come back and we're happy, right? Yeah, and I, I think we're I think we're happy. happy. It's not maybe where we wanted to be exactly, no. but we're in. The thing is with the Rangers is... You were hoping you could walk into Seattle and take care of business, and you took care of enough business. I mean, thankfully, it wasn't like that third game was really close, yeah. and you got like, so you were that close to getting swept, which would have been uh, awful. I don't know how to describe how awful that would have been to have, you go into four games needing to win one, and you can't do that. So, and, and, and we're going to talk a lot about the Rangers here for a second. You know, I think that we have a good chance in the postseason. I really do. We got the Rays, you know, here at 2 o'clock, here in about an hour and a half. We're going to be, you know, first pitch, Jordan Montgomery, Tyler Glass now. Before we get into any of the postseason stuff, really, we got to talk about the Rangers-Astros. All right, this is sports thrives on rivalries, always has, right? NFL had the Niners and Cowboys in the 90s and then lucked into Brady and Manning in the 2000s. And one-sided rivalries can be a thing, right? It just is a one-sided rivalry. Right. You know, and, and baseball had a really good one in the early 2000s with the Red Sox and the Yankees. You know, 03, 04 were just two amazing years for baseball because of those two teams. That was just, you know, like two two lions going at it. 
And they really haven't had that big rivalry because it's better for a rivalry when it can be in the playoff, when it can be in the postseason, because that adds the extra. And the and the closest, you know, postseason rivalry, I'd say, has probably been Yankees-Astros, and that hasn't really been a rivalry because yeah. the Astros have killed them every time. I mean, it, you know, I mean, and they, they haven't won anything. Yankees have always been, been beat. But it feels like baseball has a chance to create a new one, and that's Astros-Rangers. Because we're looking like the next four or five years, we're going to be in the playoffs. And the Astros still have the bats. McCormick, Tucker, Jordan, you know, Altuve is a guy that probably shouldn't regress too much. Bregman will a little bit. Uh, you got Yiner Diaz, who can take over at catcher. You, you, you know, chat, I mean, you've got a really good hitting core. Your pitching is going to be iffy because, you know, Framber and Javier are both really good when they're both on their game. JP France and Hunter Brown are both if they can develop maybe and be a little more consistent in their success, you can bank on them and have really, you know, at least four good starters. But they're looking to be the next three or four years, you know, competing like us. This has a chance, and it's hatred at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I hate I hate them. Uh, you know, guys like Zach are cool, but you don't run into too many really cool Astros fans. Right. A lot of the ones I remember at one of the at one of the games I was at in September, uh, there was a guy that had a jersey in it on the back. It said not sorry and seventeen. And I'm like, it's funny, but I'm like, how could you be that? I, I don't know. I was not, it's not even arrogance. It's just, it, it is just, well, yeah, we cheated, but we won one. So who really cares? Why? Baseball. You cheated. You, yeah. you did. It, it, is, it is on record. And I've heard Astros fans try to blame John Boy Media, who was one of the big, who was like the first big you know, content creator to mm-hmm. go out and made a whole spread. He, he, made, he made a spreadsheet of all the times. Who got trash can bangs? How many times they did it? What the results? I mean, everything. He had he brought he brought receipts, and you know, Astros fans don't like that because it 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 creates this 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 thought that okay, twenty seventeen, y'all didn't really earn that, and it calls into question other you know success. And so you know, like Zach saying, one legitimate, one illegitimate. You know, right. last year they <laughs> they just they just came in and steamrolled the Phillies pretty much. The Phillies put up a fight, but you know, I mean, it was the Astros pretty much controlled the series most. You know, except for I think it was that one game in Philadelphia where. They figured out Lance McCullers was tipping his pitches and just went off on him. <laughs> that was about it. But this has a chance, and I feel like it was a big rivalry. Obviously, the Ren State, we don't like each other. But it it has turned into full-on hatred in the past probably about 72 hours because of comments being made from both sides. And, you know, I, I don't want to get too not political about it, but to, you know, just to lay out what I've been seeing happening with it. And what I've been seeing is, you know, on Sunday— we, 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 we were going in. We had partied for about 30 minutes from all accounts. And they, you know, I mean, this is the first time we've been in the postseason since 2016. I, I, I was 12. You know, I, I was in seventh grade. Yeah. You said you were what? I mean, you I were— I was a freshman. I was 14, 15, yeah. yeah I mean, this is, this is a long time we're talking, this, this, you know, this rebuild. And so, of course, we're excited. Nathaniel Lowe and Adoles Garcia were here in 2021 when we lost 102 games. Guys like Jose the Clark have been here since 2016. Since that playoff run, there actually are two guys. Matt Bush is still here. Yeah. Now I know he we traded him and he you know left, but he he still if you want to count that, which I do, he we still have two guys from that 2016 team because Bush was on the team, and it. But a lot of your guys, these guys have been through the rebuild, and they're happy. I mean, Nathaniel Lowe basically said, well, "I'm tired of getting my butt kicked." I've been wearing this uniform for a few years now, and every and, it, and we've been the laugh. We we've been one of the laughing stocks. I'm tired of it. Of course, I'm going to be happy that we won. And Bochi come in. I mean, it was a great moment for for our franchise. And what we looked like, and Astros fans called it out. Oh, look at them! They're celebrating a playoffs. You know, a playoff appearance, and we're just a little toast of champagne because the Astros have been there and done that. No one's disputing that. No one's disputing that the Astros are not going to pop bottles for a playoff appearance. Because they've been to the playoffs the past several years, right? But I remember I think it was 2015 when they were a wild card team. I believe it was, or it was 2017. Whenever they first clinched a playoff berth for the first time after going through their awful rebuild, which was worse than ours, they were popping bottles. They were celebrating because that was their first time. That was the celebrate. That it's almost like you're popping bottles not because you're in the playoffs, but because it's over. The rebuild is over, and we can finally move into contention. Right. And that was what, and of course, and then we only go out Sunday, and it doesn't look good that you lose, and you lose the way you did, one nothing on a ground ball, <laughs> then you stay score one run. Yeah. But you want to look at it like, well, the Mariners said, screw this, we're going to go out there with our A lineup, George Kirby out there, we're going to try to beat them. 
And the Diamondbacks just, I mean, they played their D lineup. They, they you know, they didn't play anyone good, really. I mean, per they, they, just, they didn't try. It, and it was evident by the actors jumping out. So I don't feel that they won it. We lost it. And if this happened two years ago, we're playing a game 163 yesterday in Houston because they had the tiebreaker for home field there. But they don't win the division from that with the new tiebreaker rules, which I'm not a huge fan of. I liked the game 163 because it added an extra postseason game, essentially. You, you know, you guys had the same record we did. You're not better than us. You beat us head-to-head, but overall in the season, you were not better than us. You were the exact same as us. So you don't have much of—you have a little bit of a platform, but not as big as you think. And our writers, you know, the Astros media, really came out and full force slamming our team for popping bottles and, and you know, champagne and exciting. And, and it's like, well, you guys did the same thing. Okay, okay, have your beliefs, whatever. I'm not going to change your mind. And then when our reporters try and say, well, they didn't really celebrate that hard. It was, you know, half hour, maybe 45 minutes, and they went and got Chick-fil-A sandwiches, and they then they filtered out and got ready to play Sunday. And the Astros fans and media completely just go ballistic on us. And the one that has become infamous now is Emily Jones. Yeah. The beloved, I mean, this, this woman's been with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. Through, through the good years in 15 and 16, I cannot remember the exact date, the exact time when she came in. She's been there since I can remember, right? Through the through the really good times, through the really bad times, she's always been there. And even when she, you know, thought about retiring because she was starting to have a family, the Rangers said, "No, <laughs> we. What will it take to keep you with us? We want you here." And she's, I mean, beloved in that clubhouse. Everybody knows Emily, and all the fans love her. And so, you know, and for Astros fans to go out of their way and call her names that we cannot repeat on here. In her DMs, all of this, enough to where she had to delete her Twitter so she didn't have to keep getting this. I mean, you you get, you know, a few, okay, whatever, block. Happens to everyone. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. When, when, but, what, I mean, if it's enough to get you, especially someone like her who just seems so, you know, even-keeled and everything, for for her to, to have to delete Twitter because it was getting so bad, I mean, that that speaks to the volumes. And to me, that's a new low. I mean, that that makes Yankees fans look like saints. Yeah, I mean it. It it's it's one thing to harass other fans, but to harass a reporter for simply pointing out a, one of your reporters' inaccuracies for going no no no, you guys are spreading false information about us. This is not what happened. It's poor journalism, and then for the rain, for the Astros fans just to say well blank 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 this and blank that that's completely wrong and unju- and unjustified, and it it it's just it adds a little bit more gasoline to the fire. And I don't know about you, but I'm begging. If if if, if the MLB wants ratings, Rangers, Astros, ALCS would draw how many fans? Yeah. I mean, it would be electric. As long as the Rangers don't play like they did in that three-game set in, 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 in Arlington, as long as they play up, we'll be fine. And it'll be an end. But, you know, I'm also nervous because if we lose that, we're going to have to hear it all winter. Not not just, you know, no, all winter we're going to be hearing from those Astros fans that they beat us. Regardless if they won the World Series, we're going to hear from them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not excited about that. But <laughs> I, I, I'd be. I, if, we, I, if we made it to the LCS, I'd be excited. I'd be excited if we made it to the LCS. I don't want to lose to them. That it would hurt in a way and that I, it would be, you know, almost indescribable. But if we win, I don't care if we win the World Series, we beat you guys. How, you know, because then it, because, because then it, it 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 flips on them and they they can't say nothing to us. Oh yeah, cool. Hang your hang your division banner. We're gonna hang our pennant, you know, right there. Yeah. Ha- have fun. So, turning our attention now to the race. Um, we can win this series. I mean, you've got your three best pitchers that are healthy <laughs> going. I mean, these guys are you know. I mean, Evaldi's been rough, but Nasty Nate turns it on for the postseason. Just ask the Red Sox. Twenty eighteen, he was invaluable for them. Pitched a lot of big innings against the Rays as well. So, this is a guy that has pitched big postseason innings. Montgomery's pitched in the postseason to mine. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I know he's in the Cardinals last year. I believe he pitched in the wild card series. You know, Dunning hasn't yet, but, you know, he, he will. <laughs> you know, I it, hope it, he will. If, if it gets to a game three, yeah. I, don't, I hope he doesn't yet. Oh, I hope he doesn't, but <laughs> I hope he doesn't nail that we win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you take care of business tonight, you're in a lot better situation. Glass now is a guy I feel we can hit. The one thing that worries me is that. Guys like Garcia, Young. Lowe, 
and Young yeah. all have problems with the heart with the big fastball. Yep. And well, that and guess what? Tyler Glasnow's got a great fastball. Listen, Tyler Glasnow is a strikeout pitcher. We know yeah. that. So and you know the Rangers like to chase. They they chase. So we will. It, it will be. I'm nervous. I'm I'm a lot more excited than I am nervous. For the Cowboys, it's different because it's one game. Right. This is thankfully now they they corrected it. I didn't like that the wild card was one game. I didn't. It, it was one of the things that baseball had was that it's it's not one game. Right. Because if you lose the first game, well, you're not out. You yet. can win two. You know, you right. win two straight. It's possible. Right. And you have Evaldi going game two, and you'll have Dunning going game three. So you feel confident that you can win that series. I mean, you know, your top three. I feel our top three can match up with other people's top three. You just kind of wish that you had Scherzer and and and, right. and and Gray. DeGrom is not, I'm not as, as mad about because if you had DeGrom, you probably wouldn't have Scherzer and or Montgomery because you wouldn't have, you wouldn't really had a need for him. So it's, it's, it's kind of, you, so you start to get into that, well, how would things have played out if DeGrom had not gotten hurt? So I look at it as I wish we had Scherzer. If we had a Scherzer, if we had Scherzer, it'd be, I mean, Scherzer, Montgomery, Evaldi, I'm a lot more confident yeah. that, yeah, sure, pff, we got this. We have a good chance. I mean, don't count us out just because they have a, you know, a big win total. And we don't have as big of a win total. I mean, you look at the Rays, and one one of my favorite stats in baseball is the Pythagorean win loss, and it's basically using runs scored, stuff like that, some of their metrics, and it's showing okay, what should your record be? And you look at the Rays, and they won ninety nine games, but their Pythagorean is only one game better to hundred wins. You look at our Pythagorean, ours we only we only, but we won ninety games. Our Pythagorean win loss has 96 wins yeah. in 66. I mean, we we should have been a lot better than we were. We lost a lot of games that we really shouldn't. And if, and if our bullpen had, had been a little bit better, you're looking at a team that probably could have won 94, 95 games, and you wouldn't have to worry about the Astros at the end of the season. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, hindsight is twenty twenty here. You feel confident with your roster. You know, we, we posted our postseason roster and I'm trying to get to it right now. Ezekiel Duran did not make the roster. I, I don't think I think people are reading a little bit too much into that one. Not that he's, you know, doesn't deserve it, but I think people are reading a little bit too much into I think he just what just, is he just trade trade piece next year? No, I don't I maybe I we'll see what you get back for him. But I feel because I because I mean we have a guy in the minors that that would then open up a spot for Justin Foscue. Yeah. Easily. So you're probably gonna deal one of those guys you like Durang. He's a great clubhouse guy. I still think he's going to be a very good player. He's just going to take a little bit. He's going to be a little bit like Garcia. He strikes out. He chases so much. He's going to take some time to develop. But you look at the postseason roster, and we made, and we made three cuts from the roster because we added somebody else. We, we cut Hernandez, but apparently he had a shoulder injury. So, you know, maybe he's – I don't think it's a lack of talent. I think Bochy really likes Hernandez. So I, I don't think that was a, we don't like you, it's a moment you're dealing with an injury, let's just preserve you because we may need you for a World Series run. Yeah. Um, they cut Cody Bradford, and they cut and, and they cut Durant because your pitchers and the guys you added was you kept Matt Bush and you allowed Grant Anderson to make the, the bullpen, who, you know, got hit a hard a, 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 in a couple outings. But overall, I thought looked pretty good. I mean, he wasn't a world beater, but, you know, I, his ERA looks bad. It does, but I, I don't think that's indicative of who he was as a pitcher. I mean, his FIP was a lot better. His you know his ERA is five five oh five. His FIP is uh, four point six six. His WHIP is high. That was his problem. Was he gave up? He gave up way too many hits. He gave up, and that's just because he's a ground ball pitcher. Right. So he you know he's, he's pitching the contact. That's gonna that's gonna happen. Um, you know, didn't give up a ton of home runs. I mean, in, in his sample size. Not a ton. They have a five and thirty-five. So about one in every you know seven innings. It's not 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 terrible. So if you pitch seven times, you can give up one home run, one inning. I mean that that works for me. But you feel confident with your bullpen a little. <laughs> you don't. Feel... I like what I've seen. I'll tell you this: I'm a lot more confident than I was two, three weeks ago. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Anderson. So it's gonna be Anderson, Burke, Brock Burke, Matt Bush, or oldest Chapman, Jose the Clerk. Josh Bores, Will Smith, and Chris Stratton guaranteed in the bullpen, and then most likely Perez and Heaney, at least for the wild card series in the bullpen. Um, you know that may change when we get to a potential ALDS run. Maybe you you know put in Bradford instead of uh, Grant Anderson because yeah. you want another long guy. It, it all depends. And um, you know so you know Josh Young, Nathaniel Lowe, Seager, Simeon, Smith, 
catchers. You did keep Hedges, which I love because he's just a great glue guy on the bench. Can't hit, but he can field. And then Carter, Garcia, Grossman, Jankowski, Tavares, Boach, he wanted to keep um, all five as outfielders. So, you know, don't read too much into the postseason roster. It's a wild card roster. You know, it, it may change a little bit as we go on. Gray could come back for the ALCS. Potentially Scherzer could come back for potential ALCS World Series run. We just don't know how he's going to progress. But I feel confident in this roster. The Rays are good. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. They're a very good team. The Rays are a very good team, but they have had the same problem we've had. They have been hit hard by injuries. And Wander Franco doing potentially— Not, not, not an injury-related. <laughs> potentially illegal things. Uh, we don't 100% know yet, but he, he will not be making an appearance in this in this postseason. I can pretty pretty well, guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty well guarantee you that. But I mean, guys like I me, mean, you know, the the batting champion Yandy Diaz should have been Seager, but Diaz was a you know yeah. s- scared and didn't play <laughs> the last game of the year. Um, you know, Isak Paredes kills us. God, he kills us for some reason. Randy Rosarena, Josh Lowe, Harold Ramirez. Um, ex-Ranger top prospect, uh, Oslavis Basabe. People are probably just think I sneezed. Nope, he is, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm just checking because I'm. he was the guy we got Chris, uh, yeah, Nathaniel Lowe for. So we, he was a former top prospect. He was one of those, he was like 18 when we traded him. Yeah. And so, eh, he's a true lottery ticket, and he's, well, guess what? The Rays made him into a pretty solid player, so he'll be a bench, a bench piece for him. We got Nathaniel Lowe, though, so I'm pretty happy with that. I am too. What scares me is their starters. Even though they, you ready for this? I mean, they lost McClanahan, Rasmussen. They lost uh, Jeffrey Springs, ex-Ranger great. They lost a lot. They lost Jason Adam, but they still have Eflin, Glassnow, and then probably I mean, who would be there to start? I'm, I'm, uh, Either Taj Bradley or Zach Latell? Savali. 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 Oh, yeah, Savali, He's, for sure. Their trade deadline acquisition. Yeah, yeah. Looking at their game started here. Yeah, it'll probably be Aaron Savali, probably be the game three starter, if I had to guess. It'll be, it's already thinking it's, it's Glass now, Eflin, Savali, which I feel confident against Savali. I actually do. So if you can, if you can, you can win one of these two, I think you got a pretty good chance to get to that, that, that third starter. And I like Dunning over Savali in that matchup. But we got a chance. I mean, we really, really do to at least win a postseason series. That is, and I know a lot That's of people, all I want because as yeah. a fan, obviously I want us to win. Obviously, yeah. I want to. Start, I want to win the World Series. I want, I want to. I want to go to a game. I'm trying to go to a postseason game, and if we make it to that second round, that DS, I'll be going to one. You know, it's just like there's another excitement. I mean, like I want to go to one more. Right. You know, and I think you have a good shot at it. It's not guaranteed. This was not. You were not supposed to be here. I said, and we we and after the postseason, the last real big baseball thing we'll do before offseason stuff will be. Okay, season review. What happened? How was you know? I don't know if we wrote your. I wrote. I know about my picks. Yeah, I know. You, uh, I remember. Stuff. I remember going over your picks. So uh, I think my. I don't really want to do that because my record's really bad. I had the Padres, the Mets, but I can take solace knowing that I think every other analyst you had the Padres and the Mets yes. makes millions doing this. They they had the same thing, and I this is that I did, and I you know I, I saw the Rangers coming more than they did, so I feel actually pretty smart. I said eighty six wins, with a potential to ninety. I didn't want to say 90 and get overconfident. I wanted to try and remain somewhat, you know, realistic. Ma- ma- yeah. yeah, realistic. And we hit 90. We, you know, we're, we're, we're in the playoffs, and I'm excited. But we're going to move to the rest of the postseason now. And this is where it gets tough because every team is good. Yeah. So you run into a, well, they're good. Well, they're also good. So, you, you know, you don't want to look like an idiot for picking the wrong thing, but you also want to feel pretty smart when you pick. So... I'm gonna pick the Rangers over the Rays, and I think you know. I assume that yeah, I'm you going are too. I'm going all the way. I'm I'm going with the Rangers over the Rays. I'm I'm picking Rangers over Rays, and this is not my Homer bracket. My Homer bracket, of course, has us. I think beating the Braves. Yeah. The the National League stays the same for me. It's the American League. The Rangers steamroll everybody. Right. <laughs> uh, Blue Jays, Twins. Look, the Twins have the longest, not postseason series win streak, postseason wins streak. They have not won a postseason game since. 2004, I was a couple months old. I was I was a baby, right? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I, they have they have been in a really big drought, and not like they haven't gone. They've gone, they just haven't won anything. So, but I I, I like them. But give me the Blue Jays. I'm going with team. the Twins. I'm I know they're Ooh. gonna I know they're gonna roll out what Gosman and I don't know who else they're gonna go with Bassett maybe. 
for the Blue Jays to start. Yeah, but see, I like I like the Blue Jays starters. I like Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray more than that. I'll tell you that. So I, I like them too, but they don't have an offense. <laughs> I, I I like the Twins. I think they're a good team. They won eighty seven games, and their Pythagorean was actually eighty ninety three. But you know, Edward Julian had a solid year. They got some power, but no one in that lineup that just makes. I mean, it it just is a very weird team. A good bullpen, really good bullpen. They got a good rotation. I like them, but the Blue Jays to me are still pretty angry from from last season when they <laughs> they should have when they blew it. They did, and they've got a stacked lineup. I mean, you got a lot of experience here. Springer, people forget Brandon Belt. Yeah, won what three with the Giants? You know, I mean, Matt Chapman, Bo Bichette, Whit Merrifield, Guerrero, Kirk, Varsho, Kiermaier. I mean, this team can hit. And they can pitch. I mean, the, the the reigning AL strikeout leader this year, Kevin Gosman. You've got Jose Barrios, Chris Bassett. I mean, that's a nice one, two, three punch. Yusei Kakushi and 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 Hyunjin Ryu. Those are five pretty good starters. And if, <laughs> if they had Manoa pitching like Alec Manoa, it'd be a lot scarier. But good bullpen too. Jordan Romano. Oh God, is it Romano? Romano. Is it yeah, Romano? I think it's Romano. Yeah, it's it's Romano. I've heard Romano and Romano. Okay, it's Jordan Romano. Trevor, I mean, Ed, Eric Swanson had a great year. Tim Mesa had another really good season. Jordan Hicks, Genesis, Genesis Cabrera have been excellent with them. Give me the Blue Jays. All right, I'm, 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 we're not going to pick in how many games. Give me right. the Blue Jays. I actually have the Twins going all the way to the ALCS. Oh, wow. Then <laughs> uh, in the National League, give me the Brewers. I know they don't have Woodruff, but I still think Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, one, two. Yeah. Then, and, I mean, the, the, the Diamondbacks are throwing out – Oh, I can never pronounce his last name. I think it's Fought. Fought. Yeah. Brandon Fought. Just, you just, you're, you, no. Gallon's, I, Gallon's just not ready yet, so. I mean, they, they no, I, I, I like this team. They're just not there yet. They just aren't. They're, they're close. They're really close, but they're just missing that one, that one thing. Can't really put your finger on, but they're missing that thing. Yeah. So give me the Brewers. Marlins, Phillies, give me the Phillies. I told you what. I, what did I tell you about the Marlins? Didn't, didn't I call it? I called I, it. I, I like the Marlins. You called it. I, lo- I, like I mean, give me the give me the Phillies in the series. Don't get me wrong. I like this Marlins team, but they've played really up to what they are. An interesting team with some pop in their lineup with Bell and Berger. You know, two deadline acquisitions. They didn't have much pop in their lineup. Solaire is your most Solaire. pop there. Yeah. Without you know, besides Solaire, though, I mean, Chisholm's the only guy that's really got some power. Yeah. Um. Good starters. They got a good team, but they're kind of like the, the Diamondbacks. They're there. They're just, they need the thing. <laughs> they need their Giancarlo Stanton back. They need that thing yes, that, their just, MVP that just makes them deadly. You know, the Phillies have Bryce Harper. We have Corey Seager, right? I mean, you know, the, the Braves have Ronald Acuna and Matt Olson. The Dodgers have Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. They just don't have that superstar. Right. Ch- Chisholm can be that superstar, but he has not yet because of injuries. Then we move on to the ALDS, and as much as I would love to pick the Rangers, honestly, I, I, I like us over the Orioles. I really do. I could really. So I'm saying it now. We could win that series. I think that one will go five. But I just think Baltimore has enough to beat us. Just enough, not by much. It'll be close. I think they have just enough pitching to get by, to beat us. But I would not be surprised if we win that. If we get there, I I I feel more comfortable against the Orioles than I actually do the Rays. But you know what? No, I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna change. It. I'm gonna say Rangers over the Orioles in five. It'll be close. I'm going with the Rangers too. Yeah, give me it. Rangers to the CS. And then I like the Blue Jays. They're pissed off. They want to win, but the Astros are just better. G- give me Houston. I'd love it if 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 Houston loses. Although the last time we faced Toronto in the playoffs, I still have PTSD from that. But Hey, this is a new Toronto team. I don't like you know. I mean, we're we're okay, but you know, give me Houston in the LCS there. Give me the Twins. Okay, okay. I think uh, I think, I think their pitching's gonna win them some, win them some it's, series. It's possible. Uh, give me the Dodgers over the Brewers. I I like the Brewers. I really do. I think they're a decent you know a good team, but the Dodgers are just the Dodgers. The one thing I think is gonna kill the Dodgers though, they don't have enough starters. Bueller's hurt. Gonsolin's hurt. They don't have enough. They just don't. But still, give me the Brewers. The 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 Dodgers have enough. Hitting you, to get the, by. the Dodgers. Yeah, give me the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. Are you going? I'm going Dodgers. You going Dodgers? All right. I wouldn't. I'll tell you this though. I would not be shocked if the Brewers pull it out though. All right. 
Uh, no, I wouldn't have either, but I just think the, 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 the Dodgers offense is too deadly. Yeah. And then give me the Braves over the Phillies. I like the Phillies. They're a good team. They're riding still off that way from last year. But the Braves are a juggernaut. They, they, give me the Braves. Give me the Braves. All right. ALCS, Rangers, Astros. And as much as I would love to say the Rangers win this one, and it, I am, I am still tossing and turning. So I'm going to let you talk while I think. Well, since I have Rangers twins, I'm going to go with the Rangers. You got Rangers twins. And I know the twins have our number a little bit, a little bit. The problem is I hate, you know, I, I try to stand by my picks. You know, the Rangers could win this thing. They really could against the Astros. They could be pissed off. But I have to go with what I've seen from our past. And we have not played the Astros well, aside from that one one series in Houston early in the year. If we get to the Houston Astros in the LCS, I'd love to win. If we win that, I will come on here and I will be the biggest Rangers homer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will practically be shouting into this mic that we won. But I have to go with the Astros. I have to put my, my I have to put my my Rangers fandom aside, and I have to go with the Astros. So, yeah. unfortunately, I don't want to, but I I have to go with what I think. What you got? On, what you got on Dodgers Braves though? Braves. I think the Braves have enough starters to to get through that, and the Dodgers just don't. They just don't have enough pitching. So I, you know, yeah. Give me the Braves, and then give me the Braves over the Astros in the World Series. I think the Astros are going to get killed. I I think now I actually think we would play the Braves. I think we would play the Braves. Better than the Astros would. I really do. I think the Astros have good pitching and good hitting, but we have a lot better hitting than they do, and arguably as good a pitching. And I just think we match up better against the Braves than than they do because we have the offense that can kill the Braves pitching. I don't think the Astros do. So, yeah. give, so give me the Braves in five. I'll, I'll I'll pick one there. I'll give me the Braves in five. And so I got Rangers Braves, and I know. I, in my bracket, I have the Rangers winning because, like, you know, I have to. I can't just say that, you know. Right. I can't just say that we're going to lose a game nope. or a series. I don't want to say it. So I'm going to take us. But, I mean, realistically, if I was, you know, putting actual money on it, I would put the Braves to win the series. Yeah, Braves. So, you know, uh, we'll say that you're, you're going either way on that one. I'll, I'm going to say Braves, World Series champs. I'd love to say the Rangers. But it's going to be fun. Yeah. It is really going to be fun. And one little nugget that I saw today on Twitter before we get baseball, and th- there's a Trevor Bauer situation happening. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. Mm-hmm. So it appears that he was falsely accused. I mean, by I mean by all the evidence he presented in just a little three minute video. So I'm I'm happy that because I I never felt like the story added up. I'm happy that he finally got what you know his justice, and I really hope the MLB apologizes to him. I put on my story. I really think the MLB should apologize. It was awful what happened to him, but. You know, I mean, obviously, I feel that, you know, that that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a, a jerk, but he's also a really good pitcher who did not do what he was accused of. So, mm-hmm. but, the, but the really good news is that uh, this is from the Montreal Expos uh, Twitter page, is that uh, some people, so according to a reporter, uh, Jeremy Filosa, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, people at the highest levels of Major League Baseball continue to have interest in baseball returning to Montreal. Speaking to one official off the record, MLB sees the process of expanding to 32 teams, which should already be happening, to in 12 to 18 months. So probably by 2025, you're looking at, because the Expos need a new stadium. Olympic Stadium sucks. There's a reason why they moved. It sucks. They need a new one. That'll, that'll take some time to build. Yeah. The Expos need to come back. That I cannot understate this. To, to baseball fans who love the history of baseball, the Expos, if you don't know the Expos, if you're, you know, maybe a new baseball fan and you haven't studied the history yet, haven't had a chance, the Expos were the, were now, are now the Washington Nationals. They were uh, 1969, somewhere in there. It, my years could be off. It was somewhere in the like, late 60s, early 70s, somewhere in there. They were expansion team. They played at Jerry Park, which was a little park that was not suited for baseball, but they needed a baseball team. And, you know, baseball had been in Montreal before, which is where Jackie Robinson played. The Montreal Royals was the, one of the farm teams of the Dodgers. So, you know, Montreal was a great baseball town as well as a Canadian's town. And the, they had some great teams, Dawson, Carter, you know, Tim Raines. Well, I mean, they had some, you know, Steve Rogers, some really great teams there. Blue Monday, Rick Monday hit that home run, and the Dodgers beat them, and they just couldn't get back. And then again, in the 90s, 94, they were the best team in baseball. 94, they were the best team in baseball. They had Felipe Alou as, at, at the helm. They had, you know, Moises Alou. They had Larry Walker, Marquise Grissom. Cliff, Cliff Floyd was on that team. They had Pedro Martinez. John Wetland was the closer. I mean, they had a stacked team. And then the strike. And the strike killed them. 
and it and the Expos never recovered because they were, they lost a lot of money. They had to trade all their players, Walker, Grissom, all these guys got dealt, and they made one last ditch effort with Vladimir Guerrero, and they traded for Bartolo Colon, and what was one of the worst deals of all time, trading Grady Sizemore, Brandon Phillips, <laughs> and Cliff Lee to the Cleveland Indians, then uh, for Bar- for Bartolo Colon, and the Expos moved. You know, the last season was 04, and it was just very sad. And I'm very I'm very happy to hear that it sounds like they may get their team back. Yeah. And they need to be the Expos again. And they need, they need to basically go back in and say, okay, the Nationals, is it's all retconned. <laughs> the Nationals were an expansion team. The Expos are now, you know, kind of like what they did with the Browns. They keep their history. And I think it's going to be great for baseball to have the Expos back. Yeah. It'll so, be awesome. It will be. It'll be. It'll be cool for a, great, a new generation of baseball fans to see them. But we are now going to move to football. And the Cowboys trounced the Patriots, and uh, it felt like really good. It felt like a trap game, but the, the Patriots are falling victim to the horrible injury bug. Gonzalez, Jude, on their two best, arguably, players. Yeah. Out for a while, probably the season, both those guys. And it sucks for the Patriots. And But we're Cowboys fans here, and we're happy that we won because you needed a big confidence boost because this week's the, the, big, the big one. Yeah. You got to beat the 49ers. You, you got to beat the 49ers. You, ha- you have lost this team two years in a row. You got to beat them. You ha- I mean, this is a must-win game for you yeah. to prove Dak is not trash or the word that, you know, LaShawn McCoy used. I'm not going to say it, but he's not that. He is a great quarterback, and, he, and, he, and he's going to lead his team to victory on Sunday in San Fran. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah, that'd be crazy. And I, I will we, – we're going to skip – Kind of over what we we're gonna go over some of the games last week. Not every game this time around. Um, I went nine and seven. Chase went thirteen and three. So Chase gets the victory again. This I'm week. giving myself a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I felt like I got screwed by a couple teams here. Um, but the Eagles won. Cowboys won. Niners won. Chiefs got got scary there for a second. Zach Wilson looked like he was gonna, and then Rodney Harrison had what was not <laughs> broadcasting's finest moment. Yeah. Lions went into Lambeau and won, which is big. I liked it. Uh, they 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 beat them Packers. Sorry, I hit my mic. That's what that sound <laughs> was. Uh, I took the Falcons. Not a good game for me to take. I really felt like the Falcons could win that one. Yeah. Browns burned me. So did the Steelers. Uh, so did the Bengals. I got burned a lot this week. You had a great week. So congratulations, Chase. Yeah. Uh, we had the great. No, but I think game of the week was Broncos Bears. That was game of the week. <laughs> That one. Listen, it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a good game. It was, it was, it was rough. You know, I mean, it was good in the in the scoring, but it wasn't like you know well played football. Right. So it was, it was kind of a weird week because I think I think for me I was more focused on baseball than I was uh, football this weekend. So didn't catch as much as I would have liked to. But this week it's a new week, and Brady is going to yes, I'm referring myself in the third person. Brady is going to have a better week this week. I'm I'm declaring it. As long as it's not better than mine, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, I I think it will. So. <laughs> Uh, we have some teams on by, so not as many games, but here we go. Bears at Commanders. This could be the greatest game of the week, I really think. You know, I mean, you got two. I can't even know. I mean, give give me the give me the Commanders. I like the Bears, but they haven't proven that they can win. So give me the Commanders. They have not proven that they have, could win. You're you are correct about that until this week. Give me the Bears. All right. Well, Chase is going with the Bears, and I got I'm gonna put a separate pin here so I can. Keep track of what Chase picks and what I pick. Jaguars at Bills. Uh, Chase, I don't think we really need to. Give me the Jags. No, Bills. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay. Give me the Bills. I mean, you're welcome to go with the Jaguars. I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, Texans, Falcons. Dude, these two teams have burned me multiple times in in, in this season so far. And so I feel like this could be an interesting game. Um, Give me the Texans. Give me the Texans as well. I think they're going to ride high off their win. And give me the. I, I just don't think the Falcons have the pass rush that can force CJ Stroud to, you know, be scared. Uh, give me the Lions over the Panthers. I'm with you. I mean, I like Bryce Young. I really do. But, you know, Lions are a pretty good team right now and they're playing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, get, give me the. Yeah, give me the Titans over the Colts. I like Anthony Richardson. I think they're playing really well, but give me the Titans. You know, I'm an AR5 believer. Give me the Colts. Yeah, I know you are. I've always been. Uh, Giants at Dolphins. Uh, well, this is a slam dunk. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, Giants are just spiraling at this point. Uh, Saints at Patriots. Patriots are hurt right now. Give me the Saints. Yeah. I, I like New England. I really did coming into this season, but they've been hit by the injury bug hard. Give me the Saints. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. 
Give me Baltimore. Baltimore. I, I like the Steelers, but they burned me last week, and I, I'm no. Give me Baltimore. Yep. Eagles, Rams. I am going to say the Rams. I like that pick. I'm going to say the Rams. I, I really think this could be a game the Eagles walk in. We got this, guys. It's the Rams. And then, uh-oh. I mean, the Eagles have not played very well this year. I know they're, they're 4-0, and but they have had some problems with some of the teams. So, you know, Chase? I like that pick. I am going to take the Eagles. Just to disagree. Yes, and just because I just I just think they're gonna I think they're gonna win. And the Rams have been playing some good football, and the Eagles have not been playing up to their full potential yet. But I mean, so I really could see the Eagles coming in here, yeah, and or excuse me, the Rams coming in here. Trap game. Yeah, and Cooper Cup I think is a week away. He there was a report saying that he might be back this week, but I think he's one week away. I think Puka Nakua is gonna gonna go off. Yeah, uh, Bengals at Cardinals. Give me the Bengals. I, they have to win this game. They don't. Their season's just. I mean, great sound effect there. You're right. I mean, but. The Cardinals have been. What are you gonna say? They played the Niners well. They did. They did. They did. They did play the Niners well. They obviously beat us with ease. What? I don't remember that game. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, didn't happen. They were. They've been winning every game they've had so far in the first half. Oh, uh, give me the Cardinals. All right. Uh, Jets at Broncos. Give me the Jets in this one. They got to get back in the win column here. I mean, I, th- I think this is the game to do it. And this is the big one. This is the, this is the this is Nathaniel Hackett versus you know the Broncos right. big game. So I don't know. I just do. I really. It, it, there's gonna be there's gonna be two outcomes here. I trust the Jets defense to kill Russell Wilson. Right. I agree with you. But there's two. There's gonna be two things here that happen. Either Zach Wilson's gonna build off of this last game with some momentum because he played well, or he's just gonna go back to normal and just suck yeah. and the Broncos win off the off their defense. But give me the Jets. Yep. I will take the Jets. Uh, Chiefs at Vikings. Give me, I mean, the, hey, the Chiefs did not play well, but give me the Chiefs. I mean, give me the Chiefs. It's Kansas City. Hard to go against them. It really is. You going to go against them? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. All right. And then two more games. We got boys, Dallas Cowboys at the 49ers. And I hate to be the Debbie Downer today and saying the Rangers and everything, but I, I, I have to not be biased when I do my picks. For me, at least I try not to be. I, 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 and so give, give me the Niners. I, I, I don't want the Niners to win. I want us to win. I want us to walk in there and beat them forty-eight nothing. Of course, but I just don't see that happening. Everything that I have seen the past two years has told me that this team cannot beat the Niners. So I, I agree with you. The Niners. But I'm also just gonna, you know, I'm gonna go opposite from you. I'm gonna go the Cowboys. So this is one where I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to go undefeated this week. Right. I want to lose a game, and that's the game I want to lose. <laughs> Packers at Raiders. Look, the Raiders are just, they're kind of a weird team, so give me the pack. Give me the Packers in this game. Give me Jordan Love on the road. Give me. I'll go with, I'll, I'll go with the Raiders. I think they're going to have Jimmy G back. They're going to be at uh-huh. home. Monday Night Football. So, we solidif- got some disagreements in there. Yeah, we've, we have solidified the picks. They're written down. There is no going back. They're written in pen. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this early episode. Again, this is being recorded uh, two, about 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock on Tuesday. So right, so we're less than an hour before first pitch. So when you're listening to this, you're either the the Rangers cheers could be over by the time you're listening if, if you just don't get around to it. So whatever happens, we'll be ready for it, and we will talk to you guys next Wednesday. And you know at that point we'll be well into the ALDS, yeah, uh, almost the ALCS baseball playoffs. Since we only do one a week, they're gonna go really quick. So we're gonna do our best to recap as much as we can. Um, you know, I'd like to do five days a week, but we just it's it's, it's it, you can't do five days a week for baseball, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk to you guys next week, and hopefully we're talking about a Rangers Rangers big-time victory moving on to the ALCS. Hopefully. Talk to you guys later. Yep, see ya.